We have reached that time in the week when we speak with our friend Jamie Court about consumer issues. And in this year, in this era where the federal government's doing nothing on consumer protection, they're in bed with the other side. We need consumer protection more than ever, and Consumer Watchdog is providing it. Consumerwatchdog.org is the website. Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, is the spelling. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog. But check consumerwatchdog.org for all the great people there. And there is a video clip, very, very interesting. It's from CBS This Morning, the national morning show of CBS. Jamie Court was on it. The clip is at consumerwatchdog.org. And, Jamie, thanks for coming back on the Norm and Goldman Show. Hey, it's always my pleasure to be here, Norm. I'm, uh, I just feel like coming home. Well, it's, we've had you here for a long, long time. You're part of the team. And, Jamie, I was very, very impressed that you made the national news there. That's CBS This Morning. Now, unfortunately, the topic is a kind of scary one. It's very much consumer protection. Jamie, you're the star of the show. What is the story here? Well, look, it, it is scary, and that's why it made the national news. It's that there's a company called MoviePass, which has this deal that's almost too good to be true, and it, it, it actually is. Uh, they say for 10 bucks a month, they'll give you this debit card. With the debit card in your phone app, you can get an, into one movie a day, any movie you want every day of the month. Unlimited movies for 10 bucks a month in a movie theater. And so that sounded really good to an awful lot of people. They've signed up millions of people, and they hope to sign up millions more. But this CEO of the company was in an industry event and started talking about the business model for this company. And what he said was, yeah, it's really not about the movies. Look, we, we are going to, the, the title of his talk, by the way, was uh, data mining, uh, how data is the new oil. And he basically said, look, we've collected data based on our patent of our payment system, where the people go to the movie, they use the debit, and have to have the GPS of their phone connected to that card and it's used. And we know everything about everyone. We know where they go before the movies. We know where they go for dinner after the movies. We keep track of all this information. And what they're basically doing is building a system where they can market and reach you and serve you up to advertisers when you're near other uh, places that you may go to and tracking your every movement. So it turns out this isn't really a movie pass so much as it is spyware. It's a way for this company to gain a lot of data about all of us. It's not so much about going to the movies giving people movies, or as the company has said, giving movie owners, uh, movie theater owners more information about the people who go to the movies. It's really about getting the information on the moviegoers and using it any way possible to appeal to people who want to reach them. And that type of data collection, that type of surveillance, isn't what's announced in their privacy policy. Their privacy policy says, you know, we're going to collect some location data for a single-use event and we're going to try to enhance your experience and personalize your experience. It didn't say we were going to find out everything we can about you before and after you go to the movie and trace your movements and track your movements. And putting all that data in one place can be very dangerous. Uh, not only is it unethical to do this without being really upfront with the public, but also, you know, once that data is collected somewhere, it could be the subject of a subpoena, and it has been the subject of subpoenas in divorce actions, in business actions, and all sorts of actions. Uh, as well as criminal subpoenas. And it also is just a way of mining, as you said, data mining, our personal recreational activities for the benefit of corporate creation's profits. So I think that MoviePass, you know, has is, is done a bit of a mea culpa. They said, we're going to update the app. 
they actually said that the CEO was joking. Uh, no one was laughing when he was talking, so I don't think that's true. But what it does do is highlight the fact that there is no free lunch. There is no free movie. That that when someone's going to give you, uh, for 10 bucks a month, a credit card to use it, uh, one movie a day for the whole month, you should think, what else are they doing with that card, with that connection to my phone? And you should take precautions. You should turn on your location services, if at all possible, turn off your location service if possible. After you, you uh, have to enable it to use MoviePass, you should turn it immediately off to try to prevent yourself from being tracked. You have to be a little smarter than the people who are trying to track you. And we don't always have the time or the inclination to do that. And we may think it's not really that important. But we should all at least know that the reason uh, some of these companies exist aren't to give us what they say they're going to give us, which is unlimited movies in a month. What they're really there to do is track us, find out more about us, and use that data in a way that's going to make profits for the corporation. Well, Jamie, on its face, it's a really sweet deal. I mean, 10 bucks a month, that is a sweet deal for a movie a day for the whole month. My guess is, is that the premise behind it is, is that like gym memberships, people will sign up for it. They may see one or two movies a month, but really very few of the people are going to really take full advantage of it and see 15 or 20 movies a month. And so the idea is that 10 bucks covers pretty much the first movie. And I gather then the movie theater owners are willing to take the chance of free movies in exchange for the data they're getting from MoviePass. Do I have the business model right? Actually, I don't think so, because some of the movie theater owners are hostile to MoviePass and aren't cooperating. So it's not clear that the movie theater owners are actually eating the cost of moviegoers who do more many movies a week. Uh, and I think people probably do more than one movie a month. The model, I think, truly is, is you have venture capitalists who've capitalized this company who are basically giving uh, people a credit card. And in some cases, clearly the movie theater owners are helping. In other cases, they may not be helping enough to cover the cost. The difference is the value of your personal information and the type of deals that this company hopes to cut with advertisers who want to reach you before and after the movie with special sort of packaging for you as a past member in the future for uh, for you to go to certain places uh, and the kickback they're going to get for steering you there. Uh, I think this really is a future-looking model to not disrupt the movie theaters because they, you're not going to disrupt the theater owners with their permission. And that's how this company talks. We're, we're disruptors. They're not going to do that if the movie theater owners aren't willing to give concessions. If you have a $10 subscription and people are going to five movies a month that each cost ten dollars you're going to lose money unless you're tracking the people who go to those movies before and after they go to the movies and using that data in some way that gets you some extra profit to subsidize the loss you're taking on those uh, movie tickets. Jamie, I guess uh, I, so, I guess I'm confused. I got to jump in because I gather either the movie the movie theater owners either are in on it and they're giving free movies away in exchange for data, or they're not in on it. And when a person goes to one or two or three or four or five or whatever, MoviePass is paying the regular price of that ticket, right? If the movie theater owner won't go along with the deal, then they say, hey, your MoviePass, pay us this amount. And then MoviePass is losing a bunch of money. Somebody's got to be losing money on this deal. Well, I think, I think both is true from what I can gather. What we, we see is that uh, you cannot go to any movie theater. So movie theater owners are clearly giving some type of discount 
in order for you to use this basically this debit card that you have. However, I think it's also true that people who are frequent moviegoers are are costing the company more than they're getting in concessions from the movie theaters. And that's where the data comes in. Got it. Because as the CEO says, it's a data mine. And if it's a mine, it's going to be worth money to someone as a commodity one day. He claims he's not selling that information, but he doesn't. But he also says they're trying to team to advertise to their past members to get steered to other businesses before and after the movie and in other places. So the model, I think, is built uh, not on a permanent discount from theater owners, because I think that's an untenable model when companies like AMC won't play ball and other companies uh, may play ball, but not to the extent that movie pass needs probably to make it all worth actuarially. What they're looking at and what they're banking on is data and the, and the value of the data they're going to be getting from the enterprise. That is the true scam here. The movie pass owner is not the customer. They're the product. They're being wow. sold to other uh, advertisers. Jamie, you and must... that's what's troubling, and that's increasingly a model for more and more online companies. Well, you must be reading my mind because I literally just about 40 seconds ago wrote down the value of data is worth more than the value of a group of free movies. And wow, isn't that an astounding thought? It's true, not only in this industry, but, you know, insurance, auto insurance, which you and I care a lot about, right, having followed it over the years. Auto insurance executives uh, from the biggest companies in America are saying, we know that self-driving cars are going to put us out of business. Now, you and I have a different point of view, but that's what they think. And where our businesses are going and why we have long-term value, this is what they're telling the shareholders, we will become data sources, data mines. We have unbelievable data about our customers, and we will continue to use it to our benefit. Data is increasingly the business of America. Uh, and, and the information economy is something that was a term we used, you know, 20 years ago, right, to talk about computing and information reaching people. Now when you talk about the data economy, it's really about us providing information about our lives to companies that don't do what they say they're doing, but what they're really doing is a tremendous amount of surveillance to create a type of economic opportunity for other types of companies to find us and reach us based on our personal movements, our personal tastes, our behaviors, even our emotional states of mind, uh, which is, you know, troubling in many ways. We're talking to Jamie Court. If you're just joining us, we are visited weekly by our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T. He is the president of Consumer Watchdog, and you really need to go over to consumerwatchdog.org. Consumerwatchdog.org has a video clip of our friend Jamie Court on CBS This Morning talking about this very topic. And Jamie, you know, we've had data hacks going on all over the place, right? Target. I mean, Anthem Blue Cross leaked all my data and I'm really mad at them about it. But we've had commercial companies, you know, the credit agencies. Are, anyway, we all know about the data hacks. So if MoviePass, just like all these other companies, is soaking up all this data about us, how secure is it? I mean, are there any guarantees that they're not going to get hacked and all this data is going to go disappear into some criminal's hands? Data is once available available to anyone in this world. We've proven this when Equifax, our biggest credit bureau, was hacked. And virtually everyone in America's social security number was accessible to whoever hacked it. We don't know. So, you know, the danger is right now when people's data is stolen 
the companies don't, unless it's health data and they have a duty under HIPAA, the health laws, to protect it, they usually don't pay a big price. Sometimes they don't even pay any price. And so they don't encrypt the data. They don't protect the data. That's something that has to change. Otherwise, every time there's a breach, you know, we're all going to say, oh, my God, once again, and the companies aren't going to suffer, and they're not going to change what they do in terms of protecting the data through encryption, through uh, the more expensive, uh, secure ways of, pre- of protecting our data, which we know can be done. So, you know, in California, we're trying to do something about this. There's a ballot measure now circulating, for instance, that says companies don't have a right to sell your data without your permission. They have to tell you how they use your data and where they sell it if they sell it, and you have a right to say no. But maybe even more importantly, the ballot measure says when you violate, when your privacy is violated, and when companies don't protect data that they are uh, storing on you and have collected on you in a reasonable way, you have a right to sue them. And your loss of privacy in and of itself has value, financial value, that they have to have a consequence for. Because today what happens is, unless we lose money or property as a result of a privacy breach, there really is no lawsuit. There is no legal standard for which to hold the company accountable. This ballot measure changes that and makes the loss of our privacy, which is mentioned in Article 1, Section 1 of our Constitution in California, it makes it a compensable right where you have an injury, in fact, just by it being breached. And I think that's going to be a huge, huge issue for voters in November. The initiative looks like it has enough signatures to qualify. And if it goes on the ballot, it goes with a, a, a poll that shows it's supported by 75% of Californians. Google, uh, Facebook, Comcast, and Verizon have already ponied up money to fight it. And, and this is going to be, you know, the battle of the century, because if we do it in California and establish this privacy right and the value of privacy as a tangible item for which if we lose, someone has to pay a cost, companies are going to treat our information differently. Companies aren't going to sell and buy or sell our information like it's, uh, you know, something that they have a right to do. So I, I'm, I'm excited about that, and I think MoviePass and Equifax are all exhibits in the case to be made to the public for that ballot measure. Well, Jamie, a California ballot initiative to blaze a trail, giving people rights to sue when their data is breached. I mean, it sounds like something our state does. And Jamie, now I'm convinced that the way we started this interview is the way we really need to end it. Data really is the new oil. That was the speech that the guy was making about MoviePass. Data really is the new oil, and it really is valuable. Jamie, I've got to leave it there. Keep it, if you want to keep it in the ground, <laughs> you better make for consequences when it, it leaks or spills. It comes out. It's a heck of an analogy. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's what we got to keep it in the ground. We got to keep it in the servers. Absolutely. There you go. Jamie Court, C O U R T, President of Consumer Watchdog. Do go watch this video clip from CBS this morning of our friend Jamie Court talking about this movie pass gig. It's really, really interesting and a little scary, more than a little scary, what's going on. Jamie, thanks so much as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Doug.